And as we just remain standing for just a moment, if you're able, we're just going to pray. And at the beginning of this new year, we pray for God's presence. Lord, you are the Lord who is above time and beyond time, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And Lord, tonight, as we have just sung, we pray that you will reign in our lives. That, Lord, we will put you upon the throne of our lives. That, Lord, you will be the centre of all we are and do. And so, Lord, as we begin this year looking through your word, may we know your presence guiding our thoughts. And in the familiar, may we go deeper and in the unfamiliar may we learn new things Lord we bring our thanks today that Lord you will reign and that you will be sovereign over our lives in Jesus name Amen please do sit down Colin's going to come and read in a moment. Let me just introduce us. As we, <coughs> as we start, said at the beginning, we're going to go through the whole of the Old Testament in the uh, next 37 evening services. You're going to not want to miss one, are you? You're going to imagine what you could miss. You might miss one Chronicles, chapter one, and all the genealogy there. But where better to start? And although we will sometimes read longer passages... Colin is just going to come and read the first three verses of the Bible. Do you want to lead now? Okay, so good evening, church. Today's reading, tonight's reading is from Genesis, starting at chapter one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. This is God's word to us tonight. Thank you very much, Colin. In a moment, we're going to sing our second song. But as we do, I'm going to pass out these cards that hopefully, uh, or Jan's going to pass out the cards, that um, hopefully you, those who were here this morning would have got, those of you who weren't, you now get, which is our church text. And we're going to refer back to them in a moment. But let's first recognise that that God who was there in the beginning is a God who is faithful as we sing our hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. God is faithful, isn't he? I've got Jan ready to run 
Where have you seen God faithful recently? Where have you seen the hand of a faithful God? Something that's happened that's excited you or made you feel good. Where is the faithfulness of God? If uh, you want to just share, please do. And can I apologise to those at home that the camera is very static. The other cameras are broken down, so we're just on one camera tonight. So um, I apologise for that. Um, but So you won't actually see who's talking, but I hope you will hear anybody who's talking from the congregation. Where have you seen God's faithfulness? Where have you been excited by God? Yet you can use the word excited in church, but only at the beginning of the year. Okay. Anybody? Yes, Cheryl, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Just over Christmas and um, New Year, just so so good to be able to um, spend time with Amber and Rob, and just the faithfulness in their lives as well, and answers to prayer of having family family support around there, and just to be able to enjoy the time together, and um, see how well Amber is doing as well, and Rob in terms of his health as well. Thank you. Anywhere else we've seen a faithful God? Yeah. Well, congratulations. Last year, sorry. Last year. No, it just happened. It's not just happened. It's last September. 50 years. So okay. We asked for God's blessing on our marriage, and uh, he answered our prayer. <laughs> Lovely. But uh, God had been faithful to us. Mm. And we've got two great children, two children, and two great grandchildren. So God was two grandchildren. That's it. Not great grandchildren, grandchildren. Two grandchildren and two children. That's it. I've got it. Two grandchildren who are great. So they are great-grandchildren, but not great-grandchildren by... Yeah, okay, I think I've understood this. Uh, both of my children are have come to the Lord, and I'm praying for my grandchildren to come to the Lord. Uh, Amen. I mean, 9-11, but I said to my son, I want to be alive when my grandson has been baptised. <laughs> yeah. I'll pray God for that. Lovely. Vicky. It was just being reminded this morning with seeing the three who got baptised from such different walks, cultures, countries, experiences, personal journeys. And it's that sense that it doesn't matter who we are, God is with us in all of those circumstances. And, you know, the testimonies may have been short, but wow, weren't they powerful just to to have that and to, as you listen, be reminded of the way that God's walked with us, answered prayers in our lives, answered prayers for situations that seem unresolvable and yet God's always there. Thank you. Well, this Sunday evening is one of our 
gathering around prayer. Prayer is such an important thing. You've been given this card, which is our key text for the year. If you weren't here this morning or didn't pick one up, you can pick one of these up. Can I say what this is? It's a tent peg. People have struggled to work out what it is. Obviously, we're not a church full of campers, okay? That's different from a camp church, but we'll go there tonight. Uh, and, uh, it's a tent peg that you put into the ground to hold the tent to the ground, okay? This is the strengthening of your stakes, okay? I'm going to have to explain this, I think, again next Sunday as well. But uh, just so you know what it is. But there's also a key ring on it, okay, which has got the text. Please help yourself as you go out if you haven't got one. And the key text for the year. Hold that in one hand as we go through the evening. That might inspire, because we want in everything we do this year to also be thinking about what God's saying through the text. But also the reading that Colin read. In the beginning, God. What a statement. That in itself is a statement of absolute faith. That before all things, God was there. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was formless and empty. And our first part of our praying tonight is going to be about God's presence. God's presence. Knowing God's presence. Maybe... As we pray, you're going to want to pray for God's presence in your life afresh. God's presence in your street. God's presence in his church. God's presence in the world. God's presence for your grandchildren who you long to know Jesus. God's presence for your friends. What does that mean when we think about God's presence? Let me say all the prayer points are going to begin with P tonight just so you can follow this through. God's presence. If you want to lead us in prayer at any time, just indicate and Jan will rush to you at a tremendously sedate pace uh, with the microphone that you can lead us all in prayer. Let's for a moment focus in on the presence of God. presence of God. The psalmist says, be still and know that I am God. The challenge is to know God, to experience his presence in the whole Lord, come real to each one of us tonight, we pray. May we know your presence overwhelming us. May we know your presence in our down moments. Our presence that is greater than our fears. Your presence that is greater than our loneliness. 
presence, Lord. Come close. If anybody else wants to pray about God's presence, just indicate. by Noel Richards of the well-known song, to be in your presence, to sit at your feet, when your love surrounds me and makes me complete. And as I was thinking about that being our desire, that real sense of God's arms wrapped around us, God's presence being the one that completes who we are because he's the one who created us and who knows us and who knows how we feel and, and what we're experiencing and knows how many days there are for us. It just means that I want to say thank you. But I'm also conscious as I look at the words of that song how often I fail in the words that it, when it says to rest in your presence, not rushing away, to cherish each moment, here I would stay, and to recognize that sadly, I don't always manage that. And actually that's the place I should be, resting in God's presence, cherishing every moment. And so I want to say sorry for rushing away. And to, at the start of this year, pray that I would indeed stay in his wonderful presence. And I'm sure that as I say that, that others here may also want to say amen to that too. Because Father God, where else would we rather be than in your presence? your holy and mighty and awesome presence. Amen.
created all we needed. Now there are all sorts of theories about the beginning of the world and I'm not going into them tonight. But not one of them tells me how the first bit was made. The only answer is God. God created. And in God's amazing creation, he created a world which could sustain life. He created a world that gave food. The temperatures were right. God created something that was, in his words, good. I think we say amazing, but God said good. In these few moments now, we're going to pray about God's provision. Maybe you want to thank him for something he's provided for you. Maybe you want to pray for his provision for somebody in need. Maybe you want to just <clears throat> recognize him as the God who provides. In these few moments, feel free to lead us in prayer. I will start again and then indicate to Jan and she'll come with a microphone as we pray about God's provision. Lord, we thank you that you are the God who provided for us. Before we knew we needed something, you had the answer. You are the God who provided air for us to breathe and food for us to eat. You are a God who provided a climate where we could be. You are an amazing God. We thank you for provision. Amen. Lead us if you feel able. <coughs> I'd just like to look back and thank God for all that he's done in the past. Um, when I went to college, the very first person I met was a Christian. It was Pat Eastman, who was a member of this church here. I had gone to college from Cambridge, but Pat was the first person I met. And so I was introduced to the Christian Union and God provided for me at college. Then he provided a job for me in Northampton, which was not what I would have chosen, I think. But then I heard that there was a job going over here at Abs Cross. And so I came to teach at Abs Cross last September. It was 60 years ago. And so the baptismal service this morning is something that was something really special in a way because it's 60 years next month since I was baptized here. And all along that path, if I look, God showed me where to live. He's given me things to do within the church family, outside the church family, working with Graceworks and all kinds of other opportunities for service. And I just want to thank God for the 
60 years that I've spent in Havering and how he's led every step of the way, providing a flat and all kinds of things and lots of lovely friends too. So thank you, God, for all that you have done and the ways in which you have led me over so many years. Amen. Over the last 5,610 days, I can declare God's provision on my life. From that day when it was uncertain, or those days when it was uncertain I'd even be here. And so I want to give thanks to you, God, for the way that you have had your hand on me and on my family. And the way that whatever the future holds, your hand will continue to be there, as it has been in the days gone by. Lord, you've provided in so many different ways, practically, emotionally, spiritually. You've led, you've guided, you've brought things around that we would never have dreamt of. And sometimes, Lord, we may ask why. And sometimes we may ask how. But we know that if we can keep trusting you, you are the great provider. And you will continue to keep your hands on us. Throughout the Bible, there is that reminder going on. Do you remember when God brought us through the sea? Do you remember when God... And if you look at the Bible, constantly the believers are reminding each other about what God has done. His provision of the past. And that's part of the oral tradition of the Jewish people particularly just reminding the Psalms are full of talking about what God has done in the past and by doing that they said but I know we know he will provide for our future sometimes we want to rush to the future don't we and forget the stories of the past and our next song reminds us that there are some old, old stories. Yet the God who did those old, old things is faithful. He's faithful. And it will remind us when we're weak as we remember those old stories that God is able to continue provide. Let's thank you. Please do sit down. Stories are important. Not sung that one for a little while, I don't think. 
But uh, I noticed some people didn't need to look at the words, though, still. It's in there, isn't it? It's in there. Our third P is God's plan. It's God's plan. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Jump right at that point. God had a plan. God had a plan for his creation. He had a plan for humankind. He had a plan for our lives. He had a plan for redemption. He had a plan for rescue. God had a plan. I love the fact that nothing is accidental with God. It's where I struggle with some of the theories of creation, where it was a big bang and suddenly I appear, you know, as if I'm an accident. Yet the Bible reminds us of that intimacy of God that we are created in our mother's womb. We're knitted together in our mother's womb. That sense that God has put his fingerprint on our lives. You are special to God and you are part of his plan. Do you know that today? You are part of God's plan. And as God created the heaven and earth, he set made light, he was doing according to his plan that he has set out. And God has a plan yet to be revealed and to be completed. But the great thing is, he has a plan. And the thing about God's plans is they are good. They're good plans. They're plans that are for our good. In the book of Jeremiah, there's that very well-known verse that God has plans for you, plans to prosper, not to harm you. Do you know God's plan today for your life? God's plan, got a plan for his church. He's got a plan for this church. He's got a plan. Let's pray about God's Lord, we thank you that your hand is mighty, your plans are good. And you have a plan that you want worked out in our lives, a plan that leads us to you. We thank you, Lord, that even when we go off script, you have a plan to redeem us, to save us. Lord, may your plans be fulfilled in my life. May your plans be fulfilled in your church. 
If you want to lead us in prayer about plans, please feel free to do so. Father God, I want to thank you that you have a purpose and a plan for every single person. And Lord, our prayer is that you would guide and lead our every step. That we may walk in your ways, that we may walk in your will, that we would know your plan. Father, we pray that if we start stepping in the wrong direction, that you would close doors and that you would draw us back. Father, help us to take every step in faith, knowing that we can trust you, that your plans are good for us. And so, Father, we pray that every day of our lives would be lived for your glory, in the centre of your will, knowing that, God, you're in charge of our lives. We ask it in Jesus' name. look at the hymn crowned with many crowns which we're not going to sing just yet but in a minute we are we have uh, I've lost the word now I think it's got pushed out of this particular version there's that word crown him the many crowns the potentate of time that potentate and we're talking about the potentate character of God What's that? You who literally, it's one who transcends time. One who's not committed and tied to our <coughs> linear version of time. God, it says in the Bible, was at the beginning and is at the end. And as we worship God, we worship a God who knows our future. Now, he loves us so much he doesn't tell us our future. Can you imagine knowing 30 years ago what's going to be happening in the next 30 years? Would you have actually have gone through with it? Or would you say, I'm not going to go there? God doesn't want us to know our future. He wants us to trust him with our future. In the words of another old hymn, I know who holds the future. And he guide me with his hand. With God, things don't just happen. Everything by him is planned. So as I face tomorrow with his problems large and small, 
our trust the God of miracles, give to him my all. Why? Because God has a potentate character. He is in front of us and he's behind us. He's here with us now. And we can trust him with everything. Because God knows the end of the story. And let me tell you, without a spoiler alert, God has the victory. God does have the victory. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you are a God who is not confined to our humanity. Oh Lord, we've been made in your image. We've been made by you. We've been made as a loving act of care. Yet, Lord, you love us too much to overburden us or to show us everything at once. But Lord, we thank you that you are the God of the future and you are the God of our past. And Lord, as we remember you as a God who is beyond all our understanding and our time, we thank you, Lord, that you have us secure. Help us not to question you, but to trust you. To really trust you with our lives. To really trust you with your church. Help us, Lord. Amen. Anybody else wants to lead us in prayer for the moment? Please do so. sing that great hymn, crown him with many crowns. We'll stand as we sing. So we've talked about God's presence and God's provision. We talked about God's plan and his potentate character. Our final one is God's persistence.
God's persistence. Persistence is, can be a positive character or can be a negative character. In God, I want to say it's a positive one, just for the record, okay? Before I get stoned and drummed out as a heretic. God's persistence is this God who created heaven and earth, and it was good. Did not give up when his creation rebelled. God still loved. And he gave him all those who rebelled a way back. God's persistence is one that God doesn't say you're not worth anything, but he says you're worth everything. God's persistence is one who won't give, let, won't, won't let go. Will never let go. God's persistence began in a creation, in a plan, which was beautiful and amazing down to the detail that even now we're only discovering some of that which God created. Every so often you see a new story of we have discovered well God knew it was there because he made it. God's persistence is to us. I love you. Let's grow in our relationship together. Our text for the year, enlarge the, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch out your curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. That constant reminder to us to grow in our relationship with our Lord. And maybe God is just speaking into your ear Consistently. It may not be a nagging voice, but it's that God voice. Come on. Let's continue. Let's continue. God is still at work. He's still persistent, persisting with us. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you've not given up on us. We thank you, Lord, that you think we're all right. But Lord, when we have those down moments, you don't say rubbish. You still love us. Lord, we want to see you continuing at work in our lives. Help us to make that space. Help us to let you have want to lead us in prayer around this theme of God's persistence, God at work, please feel free to do so. Just indicate and Jan will come.
Father, I thank you um, that in your word we see that you have persisted over thousands of years with a stubborn people, with people who have continuously turned their backs on you, continuously decided what is good in their own eyes and not relied on but I thank you that you have been persistent. That from the front cover of the scriptures to the back, your persistence is clear. That you have a purpose and that you won't be thwarted. That you will achieve what you have set out to achieve. And I thank you that we can trust you. And that we can rely upon you because we we know that you will persist. We know that you will be faithful. And I thank you for that. looking at God's presence before we rush away just going to sit as our last single song is played be still and know that I am God that's God's presence I am the Lord that healeth thee he's persistent he's still doing it he has a plan and part of his plan is our healing wholeness he has a provision because God's providing for us and then in thee O Lord I put my trust why because he's supposed to take the time he's before all things and after all things in this very simple song as we just allow it to be sung over us or join in with it whatever you want Maybe it's a prayer. Maybe it's something you want to vocalize. Just know God. God's presence. God's provision. God's prayer plan. God's potentate character. God's persistence. Be still. So may God bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be ever present with you.